27 months. We have been open for 27 months and I can legitimately say that it feels like we're getting recognized. Patience. This is not an overnight story. We've been working on this thing for years. We've only been in business for 27 months, a little over two years. I, it, it blows my mind how people think that new new companies that come onto the scene, new products that launch, all this shit that people are like, oh my God, you're so successful. You got so lucky. <laughs> Luck has nothing to do with the amount of hours, the hard work, the hustle, the sacrifice, the financial commitment, the financial strength, the relationships lost, the relationships that are suffering just to build a business because it's a long game. It's patience. There's a, there's a certain amount of fortitude that you need to have to have a business that you truly don't give a fuck about if you lose a deal or if you walk away from something that doesn't make sense or that doesn't feel right. Patience. This is, this is a game to me. Building a business is a game. I feel like I'm training every single day. And trade shows and events, those are game days. I get to fucking talk and people listen. It's a beautiful thing because I know a lot about a very, very small part of the industry. A part of the industry that not many people truly understand. Genetics is a fascinating area because there's so much potential. Genetic combinations are endless. Testing, variances, viruses, viroid, sanitation, genomic sequencing, CRISPR, genomic editing. New methodology of testing. All of these things that folks don't really spend time researching, understanding, working with trial by error, asking questions, the power of curiosity. This is the shit that I love because I'm curious about it. I don't know a lot about it, but I know enough. I know enough to ask questions because it piques my curiosity. Breeders, pollen chuckers, they have a level of curiosity. Now the breeders that are taking time to really work a line, generational stabilizations, back crosses, proper pheno hunts, not just taking a winning cultivar and crossing it with another winning cultivar, but actually looking for that specific trait that they're gonna back cross into it to bring something out that is unique that is not just another gelato gas. This purple gas bullshit is really irritating because honestly, all that shit smells like is Crayola crayons. Melted fucking wax. Yes, that's what that shit smells like to me. It's not good. I don't like it. Give me the terps. Give me the flavor. The long game of this, of this business is to be a foundational platform to bring in new genetics and introduce new flavors. It's not to sell fucking clones. It's to introduce new flavors and actually educate people on sensor profiling and actually understanding what it means to have quality cannabis and finding something unique. It's, it, it's amazing because the market listens to what is, what is hype, right? Which rapper is rapping about what? Is it runs? Is it cookies? 
Is it gelato? Is it sherbet? Is it OG? <laughs> Exotics these days are considered runts or what's purple, what's fire. Exotics to me are 14 weeks of Tevas. Roberts Creek, Congo. You know what I mean? Like shit that people are not going to spend time on running in their facility because it takes too long. Because it doesn't fit their profit and it doesn't fit their model. The economics of running at 14 weeks of Tiva does not make sense because they're not going to be able to charge higher on the pack. I get it. But that's, that's the real, that's the real exotics. True land races, Indicas. I'm stoked that we are about to drop the Royal Kush. Sour Diesel cross with Highland Afghani cross with the Southern Humboldt Royal Kush. That is a true indicator. It's amazing to see her in the system paired up right next to the apples and bananas because the morphology of her is so squatty and true indica type. We're actually concerned. We almost ripped her out of the system because she was a third of the size of the apples and bananas and they were planted the same day. She's not going to be a producer. Well, at least that's what we think right now. We've only taken one round of cuts off her, so we'll see if the training tactic that we gave her. Shout out to Zach because I know you left the apical the meristem untouched and you just trimmed up below it see if it'll kind of you know grow a little bit more vertically to get more cuts but the no, the internodal spacing on things is incredible i counted eight eight nodes on one clone eight nodes on a clone yes that thing's gonna be a beast back to my rant patience 27 months is why i want to record this because we're finally over 10,000 followers. People are showing up to adoption days. This was really the moment that actually sparked my interest in wanting to record this episode. We dropped the apples and bananas at main stage on March 3rd. We had, uh, I prepared Amy. Amy is the clone queen at main stage. She works her ass off to take pre-orders, to set them up, to schedule, to vet them out taking all their information prior. So she, again, shout out to Amy because we wouldn't have this level of traction if it wasn't for the hard work that she does. She's uh, she's the assistant general manager at Main Stage. And Amy, if you listen to this, thank you so much for everything that you've done. You are the clone queen. So March 3rd, 2022 was the official launch date, drop date of the apples and bananas by Compound. And, you know, there was some buzz around it because this is the apples and bananas that that took the world by storm, right? This is the first cultivar that Cookies had licensed out from Compound. This is the first cultivar that that really made a shockwave for, you know, hype strains, per se. And it's special because all the other apples and bananas that are out of the marketplace were just seed-hunted phenos. Not that they're bad, but this is the breeder cut. This is that apples and bananas. So people that have been fucking with us for a minute know that we only bring in breeder cuts. We have a legitimate, verifiable genetics. And more to come on that, too. The genomic fingerprinting services that we're working with that will be attached to the NFTs that we release in the near future is super exciting because that statement of verifiable genetics will be a fact, not just word of mouth, not just people taking our, our trust for it. We actually will have those fingerprint services attached to our genetics in the near future. Super exciting. 
so we planned on, I told Amy, I'm like, hey, we're, uh, you know, this is the first round of apples and bananas that we're going to be dropping. I want to save you at least 200, right? So work your pre-orders. <coughs> or, excuse me, kind of battling a cold right now. Work your pre-orders. And she did, you know, she, she got 200 clone pre-orders. So we tacked on an extra 50 clones just to have for the first come first serves that walked in and didn't have the time to pre-order or just slept on it. And so that sold out within 30 minutes. There was people lined up. We dropped, uh, you know, we dropped the clones off at 1130. By noon, they were gone. People were there. They were excited. We sent some hats and shirts and stuff too. So got some really cool selfies with Amy and, and, the, and the Familia community that showed up. So really, really exciting stuff. Put a post out on that um, on, on Saturday. So if you want to check that out, Saturday, March 4th is uh i'm sorry saturday march 5th is when i when i posted that so pretty cool stuff good memories what i started to realize is you know people are recognizing the time and the effort that we put in to provide healthy genetics out into the marketplace anyone can put clones out it's the health of the clone that is really remarkable we only keep our moms in rotation for two and a half to three months we count the total number of clones per mom taken. So we have a planned obsolescence. We retire the mother before before she starts to express any sort of weird funkiness going on. But, you know, that's besides the point. We test every single mom because we know that there's viruses and viroids that are undetectable until it's too late. So we're staying ahead of that. That's why we, that's why we pride ourselves on the health of our plants. We sacrifice revenue on those plants because we retire them when they're in their top state. We retire them when they're Michael Jordan. So that's something really special to me. And, and being able to explain that to folks that I speak to is extremely prideful. I love that. This is not a, this is not a P&L driven business. This is a passion driven business. And on that note, that goes back to the main stage people lined up they got the clones amy hits me up surge anymore like, what you already sold out <laughs> that's crazy so we sent them another another 75 apples and bananas the very next day so so the the original 250 plus the Roscoe, relax leave it plus the 75 oh in addition there was also some other clones that we had sent out too. So on the first drop, it was like a, like an additional 75 or 100 clones of, you know, just on a regular menu or other cultivars. And same thing for the Friday drop. So it was pretty incredible to, to have that feeling that people know about our genetics now. And that's why I'm saying 27 months is when it finally hit me. People know about our genetics and the health of those plants. And on that note, I just want to say thank you to the entire Cultivated Familia. I appreciate you guys. Much love.